All right, I'm going to put us live. We are now live. Live. I what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 275 on November 1st. All right. <laughs> Almost. Almost. November sure, 1st. I about to say, are you sure you don't want to make that the opening? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is episode 275 on November 1st, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Greetings, gentlemen. So you guys can hear the soundboard now. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. I just noticed that. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so to kind of uh, give people a inside look into the podcast, uh, I have such a professional uh, group of co-hosts that... They have been going on for probably about a year um, without hearing the sound board. It's a uh, it's been a pain in our rear. And today, Skype decided to update and say, "Hey, we have a new look." And oh, by the way, we're not canceling out the stuff that's coming through your computer. So cross your fingers, hope it stays for a while and doesn't go away. All right. <laughs> I didn't miss it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let's see here. Let's see. I think I have it. Oh, I'll have to find it. Oh well. Uh, oh, here it is. This is the one he didn't. He uh, he missed a lot. I'm getting tingly. <laughs> uh, Wait, was that a click? Did Matt hang up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I considered it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cool. Oh, how are you guys doing? Let's start with you, Matt. Uh, I am doing well, I believe. Yes. Um, bunch of photography, a lot of it today, actually. <laughs> uh, it was a, a rainy day, and in like the last two weeks, the leaves went from like totally green to being like totally peak fall color. I feel like I'm really about to like miss out on all the you know the good photo opportunities so um i was near a, a park up near youngstown ohio today they have a really nice park up there called uh the mill creek reservation so i took a quick drive through and um made a couple quick stops and did a few pictures um you know just with the fall color and a creek running through and that kind of thing and then earlier in the week, I had a chance to play a little bit with that shutter case that I got yeah. recently. So I know I always say I do a video on it, and I still intend to do that. It's just a matter of um, figuring out exactly how I'm going to record that and figuring out exactly what I want to say about it. But um, – if you don't mind, I'll just spend like a minute telling you some more of my thoughts on this thing. Go for it. 
All right. So I've had it for a week now, and I've I've kept it on my, my phone this whole time because I want to make sure I give it like a a fair shake, right? And it's a little bit bulkier than I'm used to, so I'm like kind of getting used to that. And um, yeah, so that that's just taking some getting used to. Um, there's like something about the buttons on this thing. I don't know if they're just like bigger than my other cases or what the deal is, but I feel like I'm always like hitting like the side button on my iPhone 10 that basically like wakes it or puts it to sleep. Um, so that's been like a little annoying. Um, as far as like shooting with it though. So I was out on uh, Monday and I put the, the battery grip on, I didn't have it plugged in because I didn't need to actually charge the phone or anything. I just wanted to use it as a grip. And it does, you know, make the phone feel like, you know, like a little point and shoot type camera, which is pretty cool. And then I, you know, I made sure that I was using the shutter button on it. And I, I found that to be pretty nice. But I'll tell you one thing that I kept wanting to do is like, I'm kind of used to cameras that have a shutter button. I'm used to half pressing to focus. <laughs> and oh, yes. so I was like trying to do that. And, you know, obviously you can't do that on the iPhone. You just press it and it takes the picture. Um, so I ended up taking like multiple pictures in rapid succession because I was like trying to do this half press thing. Um, I did use the moment lens on it, the wide angle lens and it works okay. But I, I think that this case is made to fit some other brand lenses. So I think that the mount is maybe a little bit more universal and not like exactly the moment mount because I found the fit to be kind of loose. Um, so that kind of bothers me a little bit because it feels like if you're not paying attention, the lens could rotate and then fall off. Um, that hasn't happened to me, but I don't know. It's just a little loose for my liking in the, the lens mount. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's my only like real gripe is the, the, the lens mount issue but other than that it's still pretty nice and i will make a video and i'll show off all the features and um yeah i don't know it's cool Cool. yeah i can understand especially if they say it's for moment and if it's not not fitting then it's like is that is that like misrepresentation um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what like what they did there. I'll have to go back and read. I, I I think that the mount is supposed to fit a, a couple other brands as well as Moment. Um, but I know they did kind of specifically call out Moment. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to go back and take a look and see what they said before I dive into it and give them a hard time. Yeah. Hey Matt, real quick about the case. Does it seem like it's um, have has a decent amount of, let's say, impact resistance, or is it, you know, in terms of padding or anything else? Oh yeah. If okay. if I if I dropped it, the phone, then yeah, I would 
definitely feel confident that the case would protect it. The only thing that um, maybe on that front that I don't think it would be good at is if the phone fell screen down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not enough of like a lip or like a, a raised edge on this thing for it to keep the screen from contacting the ground. Okay. I actually had my but, uh, my screen cover uh, crack on me this last week and mm-hmm. replaced it. I, I dropped my phone a couple times, and I noticed the second time that um, I saw cracks, and I'm like, oh, no. But I looked. It was like, no, this, just the screen cover had uh, cracked, so I replaced it. But I barely uh, have a lip on it, and this is the stylus case. Um, so... I always put something on top because I know, knock on wood, I have not cracked a, well, take that back. I have cracked a screen, but that was because the phone fell off my my truck somewhere and got run over by half of York. So um, <laughs> that, was, that was my work phone. Um, but my personal phones have never, ever gotten cracked. Whoa. I've always been really good about keeping my phones from from getting cracked, except for this one. Um, I've been I'm on, right now. I'm on my third uh, screen protector, but luckily the original screen protector I bought had like a like a lifetime like re- free replacement warranty. Oh, wow. And uh, so all I had to do was pay like five bucks shipping or whatever, and I got a brand new. Um, screen protector sent to me. So I think um, I cracked it up pretty good like sometime earlier this summer and I just kind of dealt with it for for a couple months until it was just too ridiculous to deal with and then got a new one and then I had that for like all of like three weeks and then I think I I dropped my phone and (laughs) ended up cracking it pretty good so I had to get another one and I figured the company would be like, dude, Seriously, (laughs) you're kind of taking advantage here, but they were cool. They just sent it right out and then they, um, they give you like a little envelope or whatever. And you take the broken one and stick it in this envelope and send it back to them. And, um, wow. Yeah. I think the company is called Zag, like Z-A-G-G. Oh, cool. But it's, you know, it's a nice, uh, glass screen protector and I don't know, pretty happy with it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, see here, Dave. How are you doing? Yep, I'm doing good. Um, this past weekend, got to test, continue to test something out again, where um, using the uh, live photo feature and the motion stills app from Google, which I'm surprised it's still available because they tend to, you know, put something out to test the technology, then kill the app and then roll it into something else, but uh, to make a little video um, diary, if you will, for a run I had over the weekend. Um, this one was a, I wasn't really going for, of course, and it's not like I ever run for first place, second place. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm obviously not that quick, but um, this was just to, to finish to run and try something different. So, me, you know, stopping halfway through, taking the phone out and taking a picture, I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, so I was able to stitch a few things together and get a nice little 
uh, it's also the first time I did this run. So I wanted to do a little photos along the way. It was through a local neighborhood, which is kind of known for how hilly it is. So that was at least something different to try with with taking photos. Um, we're around a week, maybe less than a half a week behind Matt with the fall colors. They're just, they're just starting now. So hopefully this weekend we'll hit peak fall colors and that'll be something to try and see if I can get some decent um, pictures over the weekend with the with the change of foliage. And for an unusual thing for us, they are calling for one day where the weather actually looks nice over the weekend. So complete shock on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, we're... You know, we're getting a little bit of rain right now, but we've been in the 60s and 70s. It's like summer's just barely hanging on. And, mm. uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be nice for us for a little bit. All right. Cool. Uh, Greg, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing a lot better now than I was on the weekend. Uh, last weekend, <clears throat> this is my week off. So I've been off since last Thursday. Um, when we did the last week's show, that was my last day of work mm-hmm. and I had signed up for some extra shifts on the weekend and I just happened to be called in for Saturday night and I didn't even last two hours. I came, I had to come home with a stomach flu. Oh. oh, I was so sick, but, um, pretty much on, on the men here now, like, um, it's, it's been a kind of a slow week recovering. Like, you know, the, the symptoms kind of went away overnight that night. But it's just been, you know, trying to get my energy back and yeah. start eating, you know, normal food again instead of just like dry toast and whatnot. But, mm. um, <clears throat> yeah, it, I'm pretty much on the mend because, and I, and I hope so, because I go back in tomorrow night. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So I didn't really do anything as far as photography goes this week. I've been, oh, just kind of moseying around the house and, you know, I've been going out here and there, but uh, just didn't do a, a whole lot of photography this week. But um, definitely on the men, though. So I guess I can look forward to maybe doing some shooting again next week. So yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, being sick's not fun. It's a uh, yeah, it's one of those things that uh, yeah, you just got to deal with it, get over it, and then move on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's all you can do. <clears throat> and luckily no one else in the house got it either. Oh good. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. Um, yeah. Thank and, you. And uh now now you get to go back to work. Woo! Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have uh, you know, just been taking some shots here and there. My kids uh got dressed up for uh, Halloween, and uh, we did a trunk or treat at the church uh, for the kids. And um, my oldest uh, decided she wanted to be a cat, and so um, and then the two youngest girls were princesses, like of course. And then my son was a ninja, so yeah, yeah, testosterone there for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I noticed that. Um, the iPhone can can do pretty good as long as you're you know uh, pretty steady with dark you know uh, settings you know it's just when there's not a whole lot of light it it can it can ramp up the ISO and and do a decent job um, but for video it's totally opposite 
uh, there was, you know, I could try to crank up, you know, the, the brightness, but it just like, nope, I'm keeping it right here and good luck to your, uh, uh, your video experience. So, you know, I, uh, so I, you know, noticed that while I was, uh, getting the kids, my, my middle daughter decided she wanted to ride on the ponies. And so she, she rode a pony and I got video of that. And then later on about, I want to say a half hour later when the, um, when the when it got darker and darker, the video option was not really uh, that much of a. Uh, it, it didn't look good. Let's just say. Um, so, I probably next time should bring one of my LED uh, lights that I can shine. But you know, there you'll get the eyes. You know, probably flashing back at you and all that fun stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to try that out. All right. Those lights actually work really good because I I was just watching a YouTube video today of a woman walking through this old abandoned building and she had one on a GoPro and it actually lit the scene really well. Yeah. You know, there's no eyes staring back at her, but, uh, you know, it, it did a really good job. Or, or they're like flinching because it's like, Oh, suckers bright, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Especially my kids, they, you know, they, they don't tolerate anything. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, you're outside taking pictures or squinting is like, it's bright. The sun's bright. I was like, Oh, I'm glad you figured that out. Uh, <laughs> now keep your eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into our app section. It's that simple to put the app right on the phone. Help. All right, Greg, uh, we have a couple giveaways. Yes. Um, first is the book giveaway, and uh, we had um, 19 people. So just to recap, um, I put it in the Facebook group that uh, if people were to go and get the sample of my book, which is basically the first chapter, and in the comment thread on my post on the Facebook group, um, quote a sentence from that, and they'll, they'll be in the running to, to win a, a promo code to get a copy of the book. And we had 19 people, actually 18 on Facebook and one on Instagram, because I put it over there too. And um, so I went to, this afternoon and drew some names through this random name picker website that I use for this this type of thing. And... So here's the winners, uh, and I hope I don't um, uh, really screw up some of the names here. Uh, okay, so the first one is it's Jory, but I think it might be Yori Rajanen, and then Marilyn Hartley Signorelli, Jason Burroughs, Cheryl Van Winter, and Stephanie Ostrander Bishop. Now, I should say that um, one of these folks, I think it might have been Stephanie, went to get the uh, the book on the bookstore, and she accidentally paid for the book. So what I did was I refunded her money through PayPal, and I took that code and I drew another name, and our our good friend James Inglis won uh, a nice. copy of the book. So. So there's the five winners. If you you can count Stephanie as a winner as well, I guess because um, you know I just didn't feel right 
having her buy the book when she should have won it. So right. basically, I guess I give six away. <clears throat> so <laughs> well, that that should so those uh, were the winners of the books. That, that that should also uh, hold James over for at least two or three more episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So I, I hope they enjoy the book and. Uh, um, anybody that's listening that has bought the book already, thank you very much. And I would love to, um, I'd love to see some, you know, reviews of it on the bookstore. Uh, I'd just like to hear what people's thoughts are about it and whatnot. And, you know, if I ever need to do an update to it, those thoughts and ideas might help me, uh, figure some of that out. So the other giveaway we have is, um, Okay, so little backstory on this one. I got a Facebook message from a gal named Linda Levy, and she had won a copy of Apollo back in August, but I didn't realize it, but she didn't redeem the code, and those codes from Apollo had, I think it was a 28-day life cycle on them. So she mentioned that she was in the hospital, and she was in there for a few months. And but she's all good now. But she had some, you know, some major surgeries done and whatnot. And uh, so I told her, "We'll try the code. If it doesn't work, let me know." So she tried it, and she came back and said, "Okay, the code didn't work." I said, "All right, I'll email the folks at Apollo and see if I can get one." Well, when they responded, they sent ten more. Oh wow! So I gave Very one to nice. Linda because she couldn't use the one she had before; it expired. So now we have nine codes Ooh. from Apollo. So I will put a Facebook post on. And um, Matt, if you can put a post on Instagram, we'll use both of those uh, channels again. And we'll let it run for, I think we'll just let it run a week. Because I think these if these codes have an expiry on them of 28 days, I don't want to leave it for two weeks. Right. Um, so let's run this for a week. And... Uh, we'll see if we can't give this away. Now, I should also mention that Apollo has updated their, <clears throat> excuse me, their app to be compatible with the iPhone 10R. So, if anybody has the the 10R, even though it's a single lens camera, um, it, it it has the depth information in in portrait mode pictures that will only work with people, I think, and they can take advantage of um, of using Apollo with that too. Very cool. All right, I'm making myself a note to put that in Instagram. Cool, thank you. <laughs> oh, very cool. All right, uh, see here, Dave, I think we have um, one other uh, app announcement. Yeah, and this we briefly talked about, or maybe not so briefly talked about this last week, but how I'd a- uh, update to actually do depth uh, for the 10R, that's not portrait shots or not uh, uh, people shots, um, is out now. So they were able to dig a little deep into um, the camera and make it. Now, I don't have a 10R, so I'm going off of the reviews I've seen. And honestly, how I just has such a great reputation. Um, I kind—I don't want to say I take you know if they come out and say we're doing this, you're like okay, yeah, I I trust you because you know you generally 
follow through on what you say you have. Uh, so where the default camera app is for the 10R looks for actually for a face. So if, I think I've seen reviews that say even if you look away from the camera, if it doesn't recognize it as a face, it won't put it in portrait mode. Halides figured out a way to use the shifting of the pixels uh, that Apple has to actually let you have depth for more than just face pictures. So I don't know if you can output the photos from Halide, which has the depth information, and put it into Apollo, maybe. I'm so, thinking you would be able to, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of reduce that kind of removes one limit there. So if you already have Ally, just you know it's updated um, three days ago as of the recording. Uh, so I think that was Monday it came out. Um, so uh, well, I th- think in general, uh, people should just have automatic up app updates turned on. Uh, it, I would say for the most part, it, most apps don't crash your system by uh, automatically updating. And at least in my mind, for security reasons, it makes sense just to have the apps update on their own too. Hmm. But if you're if you're someone who wants more control, so you don't have the automatic updates turned on, and if you have Halide, definitely give it a try. Or if you happen to get a uh, a 10R and you want to do more depth than just what Apple limits you to, I would say Halide's definitely worth a try. Very cool. Now it is. I know in the U.S. or oh, sorry, Joe, uh, for a camera app, and I know we're walking around with eight hundred to thousand plus dollars phones <laughs> in our pockets. Uh, but for an iOS app, it's five ninety nine U.S. So that is, you know, if you if it's like I said, it's it's hard to say. Well, my phone cost me a thousand dollars, but I don't want to spend six dollars on an app. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, apps are cheap. Yes, yeah. they are. We've yeah. probably spent a good, I, I don't want to even guess how much I've spent on iOS <laughs> stuff, but, you know, we've <laughs> spent a lot of money on other, you know, products, you know, in the past where, you know, you're talking, if you're, if you're looking at Photoshop or Lightroom, you know, Lightroom was cheaper than Photoshop, but if you were to get any type of suite when it came to photography, you're looking at six, $700, you know, it just, it was insane. But, you know, if we wanted to use those types of products, we, we would do it. So when it, when, what was it, uh, Snapseed first came out, it was four ninety nine. And I was like, Yeah, I, I've I bought it. That's how long yeah. ago I've had it. Yeah, I bought it for four ninety nine, and then I remember they had a uh, a time where they only had it for like ninety nine cents. Um, and then when Google bought them, then uh, it became free, and it was a no brainer. You know, even for us, we knew that that product was so good, especially for what we were doing on our phones that the 499 was justifiable no matter what it was just like i'd pay 499 for it again um but uh yeah it's just i i had to break that mentality in my in my mind is like psh, you know going back to uh was it 2002 when all of a sudden uh picture or wallpaper and ringtone started you know being 99 cents i'm like i'm not paying for that and then you know (laughs) out comes the iphone and then the app store and 
then things I, I had to break my, my mentality because you know, on feature phones, it was not, you know, it, it didn't make any sense to, to spend money on, on that type of stuff. But with what we're doing right here, perfect. And the other thing to remember too, is the people that create these apps, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that goes into it. And, uh, I mean, I think I mentioned on the show before I tried to take a course on writing the code, and, and it's Swift is the name of the code that, that Apple uses in their apps. And it was it was really, really hard. And, I mean, I had to give it up because I couldn't put the time into it that it needed in order for me to succeed with it. And so these, these it's, it's, like it's a whole new language. These guys are learning a whole new language and and digging into the technology of these different uh, developer kits offered by Apple to make these, 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 these apps. So just a few bucks here and there, it's, it's a drop in the bucket for the work that, that they're doing for us. Oh, absolutely. That, that's how yeah. I look at it. Yep. All right. Well, cool. Uh, we will have links to uh, the giveaways and to uh, Apollo, Halide, all that type of stuff um, in the show notes. And then look for um, look for ways to um, win on Facebook and um, Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move into our focus point. Focus point. All right, Matt, uh, I believe this is uh, going to be yours, so go ahead and take it away. All righty. Um, yeah, we had a question in our Facebook group um, from Dean Whitmire. Uh, I think this was last week, and he had mentioned that he was thinking about upgrading his uh, phone uh, he was trying to decide whether he should get the 10s or the 10s Max. So he kind of reached out to the group to um, get everyone's feedback on on which one he should get and why. He was switching from a 6s Plus, and um, so I, I think uh, he did end up getting a, a new phone. And we'll we'll touch on that in a minute. I think. Um, but he had a second part to his question, which was um, he wanted to know how do we store and back up all of our photos? He says, um, do we use iCloud, Google Photos, iPhoto on our computers, a hard drive or something else or a combination of them? Um, so there was a lot of people that kind of chimed in on that, uh, really more about the the backing up, I think, than telling him which phone he should get. Uh, it seemed like there was a lot of votes for Google Photos and, and things of that nature. Um, but it, it's definitely a good question. I know we've talked about it before on the show, but I guess it doesn't hurt to mention it again real quick. Um, you should have your photos backed up just in case something happens. You know, you flush your phone down the toilet or something. You don't want to have you know, all your photos disappear. And there's so many ways now that make it really easy, um, especially with the cloud services like Google Photos or Amazon Photos. Um, you know, it makes it really easy to have your photos backed up somewhere. Um, so I, I know me personally, 
uh, you know, I try not to have a zillion photos on my phone. Um, you know, I kind of take them off and a lot of them are living on a hard drive, you know, in my house. Um, but then I also do, uh, a backup like every week or so to Amazon photos. So everything is there as well. And I really should have like a third option at the moment. I, I don't, but, um, you know, at least, uh, I'm doing that. It's a little better than nothing. So, uh, he, um, he went on to, to, uh, tell us that he ended up getting the, uh, 10 S max. And, um, he had a question, a follow-up question then about the true tone display. And, uh, Greg, you had a lot to say about that. Yeah. He, he asked about turning it on or off when he's working with photos in Snapseed. And I just jumped right all over that, and I said, leave it on all the time. Don't ever turn it off. Now, <clears throat> I think, you know, through the conversation, the course of the conversation in that thread, it sounded to me like maybe some of the participants didn't really know what that did, that what True Tone does. So to the best of my knowledge and the best way I can explain it is it – the phone has sensors on the front that pick up the um, color temperature of the ambient light around you, like in, in your the environment that you're in, whether you're in a room, outside, wherever. And it adjusts the screen to look the same way no matter what that environment is. And I, I checked this out at work one time. I walked out of the um, – there's this color booth that we – that I work in on the press. And then I walked out of that and it's, it's um, all this fluorescent lighting and I can actually see the screen adjust to that lighting as soon as I walked out the door. And then as soon as it finished adjusting, which only takes like a fraction of a second, really it, um, the screen looked the same as it did in there in the, in the room. So the screen will always look the same. So if you're going to work on photos, I think that's important to have. I think it's it's almost like it's self-calibrating. And Apple does a lot of work in the manufacturing process to calibrate these screens very, um, very carefully so that the color representation is very accurate. Now, screens that don't have the True Tone technology, I think that came out... It came out in the iPad Pro before it came out in the iPhone, and I think the iPhone 8 was the first. Joe, does your iPhone 7 have True Tone? I don't believe it does. Um, yeah, I don't think. I eight. think it came. Yeah, the eight. Was yeah, the first it started time last year with the eight, with the eight, the eight plus, and the ten. And um, so prior to that, the iPhone had a screen with a with a. This is getting a little geeky here, but the, it was a color temperature of 6,400 degrees Kelvin, um, and it's a it's a cooler kind of is almost like a bluish tint to it. If you look at a, um, a like a web page or something or an email with a white background, it almost looks like a, a a blue tint to it compared to the True Tone. The True Tone looks much warmer, but it's a more natural neutral type of white on the display. 
so when when you're working with photos i think i think that's a good thing to have um you know when you're when you're i don't know about anybody else but with me i'll work on a photo wherever i am it could be outside it could be in the house could be under fluorescent lighting could be tungsten lighting but at least i know that when i look at my screen with true tone turned on it's going to look the same everywhere and that way if i'm going to try to adjust for color whether it's saturation or a tint or um, or whatever, at least I know I'm going to have the result that I'm looking for. So th- that was kind of the discussion about the true tone. Uh, I think I think it's very important that if you have it, use it. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. It, yeah. It's um. Not not only does it help like help you. Uh, view just a consistent uh colors on your phone regardless of the type of lighting you're in but it actually um can help like reduce eye strain yeah as well oh, yeah. so if you know if you do spend a lot of time on you know on your phone or whatever um you know that that could be a real benefit to you as well that's why yeah, my wife because, uh, wears sunglasses when she looks at me. <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, Apple put night shift in the iPhone with, I think it was iOS 10, or was it before that? That's 9. where 3. you can... Pardon me? 9.3? 9. 9. 9.3, yeah. Oh, okay, good memory. Um <laughs> But, it, you know, so what happens with night shift, if you have night shift turned on, is that if you have it set for sun, sunset and sunrise, your screen will go a yellow hue or a yellowish-orange hue, which makes it easier on the eyes at night. And it makes them um, – they said when they did the keynote and they announced that, that they, they did sleep studies and whatnot. And people that had this colored um, – this orangey, yellowish color on their screen before they went to bed, they slept better as opposed to the blue, the blue emitting from the screen. Like basically what it does is it cuts down on the blue. So uh, night shift um, helps you improve your sleep by changing that color screen. So true tone will in essence do kind of the same thing, even though there is still night shift available on a true tone enabled phone. Uh, It just, you know, takes it that much further, but um yeah, it just cuts down the blue, so it's 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 a good thing, you know. Like Matt said, it's it's better on the eyes than than the than having a phone without it. And um, I don't know. Did it's we, a good thing. Use it. Did we determine whether the night shift it was okay to edit our photos with night shift? I think we talked about that one time, and my answer to that is I would turn night shift off. Yeah. Even like even though I had True Tone on, but I don't want it to go that extra, um, you know, warm color when I'm yeah. trying to edit a photo. Yeah, because I think it would, I think it would um, alter your your um, results. Yeah, I, I that's that's what I was thinking. Well, very cool. Um, you know, this is I I, I like uh, addressing questions that the group has on the show this it helps to um you know it helps everybody uh, because there's probably a lot of people that 
have the same questions they just don't ask them or others that have no idea what we're talking about until we explain it and then it helps them to understand what they're dealing with so keep those questions coming all right uh anything else that you guys wanted to bring up before we move on yeah, uh, I do want to mention about uh, the, e- the the kind of the shortcut to turn on night shift or turn on, turn off night shift and true tone. Uh, if you bring up your consult center and if you do, depending on what model phone you have, either a long press or the 3D press on the brightness slider, it'll actually bring up buttons that you can turn on and turn off independently the night shift and true tone. Uh, without having to go through the settings app. Yeah, I just did it, and I only have night shift because I have the I have the iPhone seven. Okay. All right. Oh, and cool. when we were oh, talking real quick, um, just remembered when Matt was talking about storage. If anyone still uses Flickr, <laughs> um, which I know is becoming less and less, but. Uh, since they got bought out by SmugMug, if you have one of the free, uh, if you're a free user of Flickr, uh, where at one time they said, we're going to give you a terabyte of space um, to share all your photos up on Flickr. Well, now you have a thousand photo limit. Oh, wow. So Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Free users will have until January 8th. 2019 to upgrade to pro which is $50 a year or you download your surplus content uh you won't if you have a thousand they will not allow you to add any more so if you have oh, they more don't than, drop off the uh, they don't drop off the other end no no so really you, yeah like right now i signed up for Flickr, so may and it's been years since i've actually opened up the app but i think i have probably more than a thousand up there now and so if I tried to upload, it would just say you're out of your limit instead of dropping one off and putting new ones on. I guess I'll be done with Flickr pretty soon then. Yeah. And it says as of February 5th, free accounts that are still over the limit, they will automatically delete until they're back under a thousand, starting with their oldest content first. That's fine with me because my oldest content is crap. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, I, I imagine there's a lot of accounts that have that uh, that same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless I you wanted to, to go back to early days of Instagram when you put too many filters on it yeah. and borders and everything else. Oh yeah, those days. <laughs> I, I used to pay for Flickr, and then last year I decided I'm not going to pay for it any longer because, quite frankly, I don't use it that much, but. You know, I, I, I have um, an if this, then that uh, recipe where every time I put a picture on Instagram, it goes to Flickr as well. So, but I guess that's going to end up uh, stopping. What was the date you said, Dave? You have until January 8th to upgrade. Oh, and yeah. as of January 8th, you won't be able to upload. Then February 5th, they start chopping. Now, they did mention yeah. that... Uh, they're going to have a 30% off discount for the first year of Flickr Pro, Pro through November 30th. So, uh, so you're normally it's $49.99, 30% off, uh, brings it down to $35-ish US or so. That's still 800 bucks for me in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, but I mean, it, it's, it's still, that's, a, that's a quite a bit. 
yeah. for for me anyway, like as a Canadian, because that'll be U.S. dollars for sure. Oh yeah, and um, I I'm not I'm not paying that, so I think I'm going to probably. Not that I need to, because I think I have everything anyway. But I'll just download my my uh, data from Flickr and just close it off for what it's worth to me anyway. Oh, and there's one last change. Um, starting in January, you won't have to use Yahoo to log into Flickr because Yahoo doesn't have them anymore. Correct? Right, right. Because they were sold off when Yahoo got bought out by. Verizon, and then they created whatever company name they made up when they merged everything together. Um, but when they spun Flickr off to Smug Mug, now they're no longer even a, there's no attachment to Yahoo at all. Got it. Well, cool. I guess uh, people who forgot they had a Flickr account will have to go check it now. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right, we are in the middle of our weekly photo challenge, which is twins. Twin, sorry, not twins, twin. Um, and uh, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of people posting in our Facebook group. And, uh, you know, I, I want to emphasize a little bit that, you know, uh, try to make it something that's unique and um, th it's, it's distinguishable because I noticed that uh, there may be two of something in the image, but then also three or four others. And so it's kind of like, yeah, there are two and it might be a twin, but there's a bunch of other uh, of that same object. Try to, you know, try to uh, narrow it down and, um, and, and, you know, kind of force yourself to, to find things that are unique to the image that you would call a twin. So a lot of, a lot of flowers are in there. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, keep, keep it coming. All right, we are going to go to the well. It is my turn to pick, and we're going to Instagram. And I found an image that I thought was pretty cool, and it was it was done by Deep Blue Shadows, Nick from, I believe, uh, the UK, England. And it is of, he, he titled it Happy Halloween, in quotes, and it's a nip, Nipophobia. Yeah, Nipophobia. Nipophobia? He has it, uh, you know, phonetically spelt in the, um, in the oh, description. Is He has Nipophobia. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a flower <laughs> or, or, cool. or a very large uh, <laughs> plant. But uh, he says it's a super plant. Uh, for the late season and uh, it's native to South Africa and uh, it is a it is pretty cool there are um, gosh I don't know if you'd call those petals or something like that but um, it's very uh, it's very colorful in the fact that it's a orangish yellow and um, it looks like he used the portrait mode 
um, to be able to get that depth of field. And I love the, um, I love the, um, the contrast between the background and the, and the plant. It, it makes it striking. So I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, what, uh, see here, um, Greg, what are your thoughts on it? It is a very interesting plant indeed. <clears throat> Something like I've never seen before, that's for sure. Uh, I, I do like the depth of field. Um, you know, he's he's got the, the one right at the forefront, sharp in focus, and then everything in, in behind is, is, you know, blurrier and blurrier as you go back. Um, the, oh, I'm going to be constructive here with him. Uh, the only thing that I would have done is maybe cropped a little bit off the left-hand side of the frame because the the main subject is just a little bit off center which is good but then to the right and below that there's other um there's other plants there's more of these plants as it goes down into the bottom right hand corner and then on the left hand side it's kind of like an open space so i think i would have cropped a little bit off the left hand side of that uh but other than that i i like the image it's well it, it's evenly lit it looks like it's um partially cloudy in the sky yeah. so i think he 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 took the shot when the, it was clouded over where he was, and uh, um, it just it's just the interesting look of the plant kind of just draws my eye to it. So that that would be my only criticism is that little bit of empty space on the left, but other than that, it's a is a well composed frame. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, and the one the other thing that kind of pokes out at me are the um, I guess those are the stamen coming out the bottom of the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just how sharp and clear they are, especially, yeah. especially, I mean, it, it just, the, the color just completely pops and it's such an unusual looking plant. Yeah. It's just something that I can't remember. I know it says, you know, native South Africa and I think Nick here is in the UK. Um, so I don't know if it grows there or just doesn't, I've never seen anything like this in terms, yeah. it would be. <laughs> I could just imagine walking down, you know, a path and seeing the just a bunch of these things just all of a sudden coming around the corner. It would just kind of, it would be very striking. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and I think the photo did a good job on that. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Uh, yeah, I like the uh, the portrait mode effect on this picture. I think it makes it look pretty cool. Makes the the main subject plant there stand out really well um but i do agree with greg i guess a little bit about uh, maybe kind of refining that composition a little bit because um the the out of focus plants in the background on the right they do add something to the picture so maybe just kind of reframing that so that there's maybe a little bit of that interest um in other parts of the image too would be good but um definitely a, a cool picture a very unique plant glad he shared it with us yeah well congratulations nick you are post pick of the week winner 
If you would like to be chosen as Post Pick of the Week, you've got two options. You can go on to Facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge. The other option is to go on Instagram and use the hashtag TinyShutter. And uh, on the off week that we don't choose from our weekly photo challenge, we go to Instagram and choose from there. And I think we're, I think 44,000 or more images that are have the hashtag of tiny shutter and i tell you they are pretty cool so if you have a chance if you haven't gone onto instagram and actually looked up the hashtag uh do it because i think you'd be inspired all right gentlemen uh is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up because i think we have ourselves a show good from here cool deal yep. good here all right, well, let me go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. Um, <laughs> uh, I should have said, do you guys have anything? Nothing! Absolutely nothing! Okay, good. Um, <laughs> let's go around and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Matt. And he's muted. <laughs> or did we lose him? <laughs> Matt, are you there? I see his. I see his. I icon. think he's still there, but I think he must be yeah. muted. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Matt, let's see. Almost made it. Almost. Oh, I know what I can get. Uh, I, I I can get him with uh, this here. This. I'm getting tingly. <laughs> okay, you can find Matt uh, by going to Instagram and all the other things by looking for M Hoffman photo. <laughs> for some reason we couldn't get them all right uh dave tell everybody where they can find you sure you can find me on twitter and instagram as prof pod and the r iphone photography group and the uh, our facebook group as dave podner awesome and uh you see here uh greg tell everybody where they can find you Okay, on Instagram, I am Macmillan Photo. On Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. On Vero and the I, uh, sorry, the Artful Eye Photography Community, Greg Macmillan. And on Dayflash as Macmillan. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram uh, at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our uh, YouTube channel, our Facebook group our Instagram and everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we're done here. So uh, why don't you guys say good night to everybody? Good Have night, good everybody. Have a good night. And Matt says bye goodbye bye. to you. Bye-bye. <laughs> you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast head over to itunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating see you next week
Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I.